You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War Team Yankee Favorite Nation Darwin Great World Podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues foaming our cheeks, our pans as flat to the ground, and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us in the many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Badford Hobbies because Hammy is suffering from identity theft. If nice dice your vice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au. I put our dice our dice sponsor. I can get that right one day. Here at Shoot and Scoot. And if you need bunkers to bus or bridges to go too far on, then also head over to frontlineterrain.square.site, our terrain sponsor. Terrain, terrain. Terrain. <laughs> Autobuster, Autobahn. Oh. <laughs> I, I was I was going to listen to the Craftworks Autobahn so I could try and remember how it went. Just to do it <laughs> if you would like to contribute to this continued failed cross check of a podcast, you can now also become a patron supporter by following the link on the Breakthrough Assault blog. Pay one pound a month for your chance to also become internet famous. I'm Eddie Fez Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the south of England, and I'm joined by my co-host Duncan. One thousand points on the horizon, Gosling. He's getting close. It's getting very close now. And Lee, YouTube influencer Pardell. <laughs> Smash that like button, subscribe, like kind of Smash that like button. Smash that like button. Ding that bell. Do you not have to do the challenge thing where you go, I'll give you five seconds to subscribe, and then you have to count down. And it's like, what? oh, you, yeah, yeah, it's on, it's on like. Um... Enter your bank details now. <laughs> oh, what's the, I can't think of his name. Colin Keys. Colin's Keys. Oh, and the other gosh. one's Mr. Beast. Oh, God. I know. Oh, welcome to episode 85, the one where we listen to the Patreons. Lee, what are we talking about tonight? <laughs> well, tonight we'll be um, introducing our new Patreons in Internet Famous. We'll be talking about what we've been painting in Faces Bases, what we've been playing in News from the Front. And then, after a long absence, because frankly, we've been busy with book reviews and stuff, we'll have um, an officer, our patron and officer answers. It's a bumper edition, Ooh. isn't it? Yeah, and then we'll write it with events. Nice. Along with other, even, other waffling. Yeah, I think even technically, the officer answer's got a sneaky um, you and who's army sort of snuck, snuck in there as well, which is a surprise while I was going through it. So, yeah, yeah you're, you're surprised. I'm not frantically <laughs> going through for, um, forces of war. <laughs> so only 30 points. How hard could it be? So, yeah, I mean, come on, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> well... Um, so start off with Internet Famous then. Yes, yeah. So uh, Eddie, introduce our new patrons. Uh, we have we have three thrice blessed. Uh, so uh, let's say a big thank you, uh, shoot and scoot. Thank you to Luke Taylor. Thank you very much, Luke, for daining us with your 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 coinage. Yeah. Uh, we is that our Luke Taylor? Who, who's Luke? Your no, personal Luke Taylor. My personal Luke Taylor. Is that Luke? So, your friend Luke. My friend Luke. Yeah, no. your friend Luke. No, I can't oh, remember no. his last name was. Okay. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, he like... doesn't. He doesn't publish his last name. You know. Well, that's understandable. But that's Luke. why. Hence yeah. my confusion. <laughs> uh, unless it is, it could be him. He could have just changed it. I don't know. And now we've given the game away. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Mission is compromised. The purple hawk flies <laughs> <Yes>. by midnight. <laughs> Are you grey fox? I am red squirrel. Uh, we also have our second patron, James C. Clark. So, is he an author? I don't know. Obviously, Clark's brother. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's when you are, when you were a sci-fi off of uh, Wish. It's really unimaginative parents. That's what it is. I've got Arthur C. Clark. What about this one? It's, it's, it's book 2022 AD. Yeah. So. <laughs> God damn it, Arthur. <laughs> and uh, our third patron, thank you very much, is Jacob's All Right. So 
Is he? Yeah, Jacob's you right. sure? You sure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's got questionable money. You know, money, money priorities. <laughs> questionable <so>. spending, yeah. <laughs> spending habits. <laughs> is, it, is it a big fan of the offspring? The kids are aren't all right. Yeah. <laughs> the kids aren't all right. Yeah, yeah. We, isn't, that, isn't it who? Huh? Isn't that the who? No, the who? The, no. Ki- the no, kids the, are all right. The kids are all right. Is yeah. the who? Yeah. Um, the kids aren't all right. Is offspring. Oh, yep. I doubt he's modern bands. I was going to say, there's a mid 90s. <laughs> modern offspring being <laughs> 30 plus years old. Peak 90s. Don't, don't remind me of the 90s or so. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday's music tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Making a comeback tour like ABBA. You know, it's going to be like robots in, a, oh, in the O2. Okay, right. Well, thank you very much for dating us to give us your, your, your hard earned pennies. Yeah, um, and uh, uh, you may have noticed. Duncan, say mm. something. Say something uh, silky and sensual. Mm, chocolate. Duncan now has an extra microphone. Yeah, and uh, taste now has an extra hard drive to sort the door seal on. I wonder where that was Steady. going. Then. Yeah. Steady. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, I've been derailed. Um, <laughs> Lee, talk about something else while I'm frantically making yes. this army list. So, uh, yeah. Our patrons now join um, the exclusive core of our patrons who have access to our Discord where you can come and have abuse at us. Uh, try, try and bait Duncan by mentioning um, the price of stream wagons every opportunity. Yeah, and, and lucky cards. And lucky cards. I'll tell you yeah. what, it's like, it's like bullying. Oh, there you go. There's the. Uh, you can play. Um, was it Mike Robinson came up with a drinking my, game? My, well, it came up with bingo. As it, thankfully, yeah. it's not a drinking game. Otherwise, we probably kill most of our patrons. <laughs> they called it Black Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you also, as a patron, get exclusive access now to do um, an officer answers. You leave them on leave them on Discord or shoot us a message on the patron. And hmm. um, yeah, when we do when we get around doing an officer answers, I go through. Um, screenshot them and then re-squat screenshot them because apparently everyone else is blind and can't read them. Because <laughs> you did it all sideways. It was tiny. It was ridiculous. It looked fine on my PC. If you guys look at it on like a tiny little little phone screens, that's pretty oh, like convenient phone, phone screen. PCs. Um, <laughs> yeah, on my eighty-seven inch monitor, it looked absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah. From a different room. Yeah, you don't, you don't put on all three all three monitors at the same time. Um, <laughs> oh my god. And then you also get early access to the podcast itself and whatever videos I happen to do. <laughs> I tend to share with the patrons early before the rest of the break for assault. Even yeah. before I give them to Mark. Even before our friends. Mm-hmm. So you too can... <laughs> and Mark. <laughs> you too can watch the hip video where I... Um, early and actually watch the bit where I decided not to assemble the rotors and said, I'll just punch myself in the crotch for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying Were to find your original bad? unboxing video. But I don't think it's on the YouTube channel, is it? Oh, it's on my it's on my own YouTube. Because original originally um, a Patreon exclusive. I'll probably I must move it over to the channel. Somewhere. I think you must. It's, 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 a, it's a very good Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yes. Um, yeah. So you some, can get all that. Some good discourse going on on Discord. We, um, <laughs> especially around army lists, and there's, there seems to be a bit of a pickup in events again. So that's nice to see as well. It does, yeah. Especially in the yeah. states. The states seem to be getting quite a few events these days. Exactly. You know, it's not, it's not too far away. Just, yeah. you know, 3,000 3, miles. Well, when we have, like, you know, 100 patrons, we might be able to afford to actually go do, like, a trip over to the States to see our um, Canadian and American patrons. Brethren. 
as it is right now, we can't even afford to go see our German patrons. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's more due to the fact that we, can't, we no one accepts a British passport anymore. Well, where's that? Yes. Mm. You're from where? Ugh. So yeah, um, on to faces of bases. So Duncan, what a, in time on a tradition? <clears throat> what have you been painting? In time on a tradition that I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> None of us did. <laughs> No one realised about Lee going, yeah, it's definitely you first. Is it? Is it? Really? Are you sure? That doesn't feel right. <laughs> um, so what have I been paint- painting? That's a good question. So uh, this is most of November, isn't it? November mm. was quite busy, funny enough, um, as we career towards a thousand, the mystical thousand point total. Um, let's have a look. No, that's just numbers. So uh, that was most of my British that we use for the um, uh, Shelt games in mm. the barn. So there was a whole load of three-inch mortars and some kangaroo rifle infantry, so I finished that off. And then the LVT-4 buffaloes. So three, it basically ran about as three complete um, three complete units of, of uh, kangaroo rifles, but instead of having the good uh, but, uh, kangaroos themselves as transport... Uh, they had LTV4s, which um, aren't really well armoured. Nope. <laughs> really poorly armoured. Um, but they, they were quite they were quite nice. They were quite good fun to, to finish off. Um, I got some Dutch done. So that was the um, 109s, the uh, Gepard knockoffs in the PRTLs, mm. and then also the uh, Pratt uh, anti-tank missile launchers. Mm. So they all got finished off. And then... A load of German stuff, which that's quite a lot actually, um, was weirdly stuff that I don't think I'm ever going to use. Uh, <laughs> so there is that. So it was Nebelwerfers because I played Martin in the game, which I will go into, but um, they would have been really handy against hordes of Soviet uh, assault sappers. So, yeah, yes, um, nice. yeah. So Nebelwerfers 105 howitzers, uh, five centimeter tank hunters, um, all got knocked out. Uh, and my favourite platoon, probably the whole period, uh, six Volks, eight point eight centimetres. So I got the, the full battery of the Volks, uh, yeah, Pack forty threes, which That's a lot will of remain pinned. Yeah, they just <laughs> remain pinned for absolutely ever. Um, oh, and the final thing I painted uh, the Simaventis, uh, the seventy five thirty fours for Italy. Mm-hmm. So uh, weirdly. Um, Got another box of them in uh, Black Friday sale for a tenner. So uh, I've still got another. I've still got one more box to, to go with those. But um, I was trying to puzzle my way through how to put them in a list. But I think I've worked it out. Um, you almost have to do two lists uh, to actually be able to take because the, the one the the Simaventi long are only available in um, the Italy list. You can't take them as support options because they are not a black box apparently. Ah, right. Not great. Who's a wild card, aren't they? No, they're not. So I can't work out what I don't know. I, I've got I've got to work out if it's an error on forces, or, or whether it's actually legit. Um, because it won't it won't allow you to take them. And I thought they were core platoons in the Semaventi company. Because um, only the ninety mil is the wild card. Oh, you're right. Yeah, it's actually at, yeah. It's a um, the thing I hate is the actual formation, wasn't it? Yeah. So you can take them in formation, but I, I, P4 I formation, wasn't it? 
No, you can take them in the in the standard Semimenti formation. Oh, you can okay. take the, the short and the long as as, as platoons. Uh, you just can't take the ninety. The ninety is the the wild card unit. Yeah, um, it was a yeah a dedicated unit. Yeah, so so that's it's just that I, I don't like I said I don't know if it's a foible or whether it's I need to have a look properly at um, um, how it's actually laid out um, in the in the, probably in the book itself rather than on forces. Um, but you can you can do it. You just end up with a really really weak Semimenti platoon. And a, mm-hmm. a quite weak German Grenadier force, so it's not it's it's, it's less than optimal. But um, when has that ever stopped us doing it? When has ever stopped you? Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, they're 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 quite nice. Um, they've all got German crew in them and everything now. So excellent. Yeah, they're ticking along. Um, yeah, I, I, just a lot of German guns. I, it's one of those things apparently that I don't seem to have enough of. Who who knew? Um, and I got to actually thank um, Stuart Miniature Realms because he actually painted up some um, typhoons for me. Very nice, um, they, too, look, yeah. they look lovely. I, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't keen on trying to attack the British. I don't know what the British stuff just worries me. Like tanks and aircraft and everything just seems a bit scary, and I don't know why. But um, they've come up beautifully. So, I think it's because yeah. of your past life as like um, a German Panzer crew. Therefore, you know, uh, what, you see a typhoon, you go, you go a bit. Um... Ah, nines. <laughs> see Tommy's in the sky um, but yeah it's, it's, it's just weird I, I think it's just I'm not very comfortable with the colour stuff I think I'll be the same actually though with um, weirdly the German stuff because I, I, I don't think I've ever managed to paint like a light blue pastel blue properly right and that's the kind of underneath for everything isn't it and you can't yeah. paint that it's, it's a bit of a limitation so what you want to do is yeah. 1950s aircraft where everything's bright white on the bottom for anti-radio. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. And then I'm just finishing off now um, four comets, which takes me up to 960 points for the year. And those are looking amazing. I'm, I'm really, really pleased how they come out. I know it's it's a historically anthema, but... Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to hold that against you, but they are looking very fantastic. <laughs> well, this this is now where we can bully Eddie as well into making sure that he uses the um, yellow circles, so we can have a whole company of of, of Cromwells. Yeah, so, so yeah, well, I should probably explain. This came about when I realised all three of us had comets, and so I bullet browbeat the other two into actually having a comets marked up as free RTR. So the yeah. idea being, one day we'll put down a complete. RTR regiment on the table. <laughs> yep. That's, that's the aim. Actually, you haven't actually told me about this yet. You've, you've told Duncan. <laughs> I must have picked it up in no, there. No, you, 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 you replied to the affirmative on the on the Facebook messaging when we were working. You set. did. You, I think you initially replied with the word sigh and then what, what markings am I putting on my tanks? Oh, that's right. <laughs> now I remember. <laughs> yeah, now it's gone crazy. Black that one out. <laughs> yeah. You involved me actually painting something. Um, it's it's, it's a long-term I, ambition. I mean, my <laughs> comics are painted and just need decals because I took them to Karavri yeah. three yeah. years ago. And I think you saying that is what prompted the, like, the realisation that this was doable. I assume yeah. you'd already done your comics at some point in the distant past with, with decals. I didn't realise they, they were decals. No, decor I hadn't decals. Yeah. Funny enough, Lee, I ran out of time before the uh, event <laughs> to, to put decals on. Yeah, you can't really put decals on in the car, can you? It's weird, well, the thing is, that I put de- for decals on quite early in the painting process because I weather them into the actual tank. Yeah. It's not like 
it's not like for me it's not like the last step or anything like that so my assumption was that they must have had the decals on the decals on yeah I mean, yeah, you're no. assuming that I have more than two steps to painting a model as well. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> Sp- spray, detail, done. I'm going to get on the table. I mean, yeah, they're deployed and destroyed, so there's no point in putting too much effort into them. What? None of my models stand no, on the board awesome. long enough, usually. So. Um, they're, they're, they're really nice, actually. They're, they're a lovely kit. Um, the transfers, eh, not so much. Yeah, the latest batch me... aren't that great for things. Everything's splitting. Have they changed uh, supply? Are they still um, fancy print? No, fantasy print shop. Yeah, they're, they're slightly weird. Some of them are re- really, really thick, and these ones are the opposite. They're really, really thin, almost, and a bit fragile. And they just—they were coming apart in the water. Yeah, um, that's not good. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think to be honest, they had been so. Um, uh, you know, this full disclaimer: they—they—they they, they had looked like they'd been folded at one point. Uh, so I, I I completely appreciate the one that has been folded in half probably yeah wasn't going to be that great but mm-hmm. um they definitely had a, there, there was definitely some issues with the other little ones and now I need more orange not orange yellow triangles as well because apparently um <laughs> all the tanks in in battlefronts um like sphere are all red squares yeah for some reason they keep they like doing the senior regiment which is red. Mm. Rather than a much cooler um, second regiment, which is not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, red. Squ- if you like red squares, red squares. Yeah. So this is a sleeper agent trigger, isn't it? Red <laughs> square. Yeah. yeah, Rich Rich Hardy's somewhere in Scotland now. Twitching. Yeah, that's that's before he hears the message. Um. I was going to say that's just his relaxing music, isn't it? <laughs> Get home from a hard day's work. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah, that was it. That, that, there's quite a bit. Um, I'm 40 points away now from from a magical. No, from a magical thousand points. Oh, right. In a year. In, in a year. Jeez. So how about your paint? So leopard two A5s. Cut like two of those will get you over that line really quickly. <laughs> well, this is it. I've run out of high value stuff. That's why I ended up painting four comets. Because they're not super high value, but they're at least more than you know. One point to stand. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've painted. I've painted two buffaloes. Oh, that was the worst thing, actually. The painting six six buffaloes, and you're like, well, how many points is that? Half. Each, <laughs> the, the for... Right. Okay. Well, that was a waste of time, then, wasn't it? So. Um, oh dear. I haven't got any elephants left or anything like that. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, no leopard twos. Um, I have to work it out. I don't, I don't. I don't know. We'll get there. We'll get there. Somehow. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure how. Nice. Who's next? Um, I think me. Technically, yeah. usually. Is it usually you? Yeah. Is it? Is it on the? Is it on the schedule? It's on the schedule. Um, okay. Yeah. So, since the last episode, I have painted up four sextons. Um, is it? Is this your miniature whoring? Yeah. Well, the four yeah, sections, okay. four sections were mine, I and mean, I'm back to commission. Commit back to and also a two plastic soldier company, fifteen CWT trucks, with a oh, new yeah. um, payloads from SNS models. Oh, they look very nice, by the way. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing. They, they really did. There'll be a review of those coming up in the new year once I write. Once I sit down and write it. But I did the thing. I've actually, as soon as I got them, rev- get them out, photograph, photographing them, painting them. 
and not losing them after I put them down somewhere like I did last time they sent me a model <laughs> to review. So <laughs> I felt well, obliged to get it done really quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I got those. I then started the next part of my commission, which was um, four Shermans, um, Sherman 2s, but being painted for late war Brits. So I was painting them as guard regiment, I think. Is that legal? Uh, it's you know it's fine. It's um. Is it adjacent to legal? It's what it's what the customer asked for. Therefore, it's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I also have one Daimler, but for, obviously they're, they're playing battle group or something, so you don't have to do like whole platoons. So there's one Daimler armored car in that mix as well. And now I'm working on the infantry component of that by painting up a platoon of British rifles. Which for some reason nice. had an extra peat stand, which I wasn't expecting. It was confusing me initially. <laughs> I could, oh, it could be for if it's for chain of command that you get like extra little asset things, don't you? So yeah, I can't remember if it's chain of command or battle group which plays, but it's not but it's not flames. It's all a bit weird, but it's it's based like it's for flames, which is what confuses me. It's based like, like as okay. in you know, like the basis. If I should took a picture of this, it looked like a standard British rifle platoon. If I was playing flames, yeah, yeah, on the right basis. Yeah, everything's, everything's on standard like flames yeah. war infantry bases and stuff like that. I know, I know, some people do do that with fifty millimeter um, battle group because you can then use it for flames as well. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't even know what. Yeah, I don't think I've ever even experienced. I think, I think I have to group. plead with him to let me. Um, once I get these done, let me take a short break so I can paint the hips ready for the um, big game. Oh, yeah. Yes. I probably won't be able to get the West German Falsch Maker done, but I should be able to get, at least get the hips done. To use my have, have, you got, have you got Jaeger figures? Because they're, they're, they're out of stock in loads of places. I think I might have a blister of them somewhere. I think I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I bought a blister. If, you, if anyone needs them because they're out of stock, then... Uh, well, this, well, I was just looking... I was, I'm, I'm in the middle of the throes of writing an article on it, actually, mm-hmm. about... Um, uh, good opposition. That's why I was asking about um, what would be sort of taking on the, the VDV forces, yeah. and I think that the Jaegers were, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely up there. They're, they're so shonky. Formation of twenty-four points. You had Duncan. So the next, Duncan, next, next punch you purchase for Duncan will be a new laptop. I uh, know oh, it's, it's, oh, it's yeah, muting and unmuting. <laughs> yeah, it was it was twitching. I'm back. Right, sorry, um, yeah. Um, um, well, I might say just painting the British infantry right now. Um, and bizarrely, it's just, I'm not sure why. It just I'm not sure because I haven't finished them yet. But it just seems like the uniforms are coming out really sand coloured. I'm not sure if I've done something different time than mm. we paint British infantry. Oh, I, I hate work. that. I always regret not writing down what paints I use in well, the order and the wash. Yeah. Well, I thought I, I thought I, I was doing it the same way as normal. So normally it's German German medium browns a base, then English uniform, and then a green-brown highlight. Mm. But it's just, to my eye, it just seems really sandy-coloured for some reason. I'm not sure why. But it might just be because I haven't got... You know, I'm just literally at the first card done. So right. it might just be as ever colours go on, it balances itself back out again. Yeah. If not, I might just put an Agrax wash over it and see if I can bring it back to being a bit more. Ah, uh, Agrax so. shade, considerable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, silver Magic. Tins. <laughs> oh yes. But um, yeah, Eddie, what have you been painting? Uh, not Flames of War or Team Yankee or Fate of Nation or Nam or Great War. Of oh. course. 
uh, yeah, it's been no, we've been playing Nick Commander at the uh, the Guildford Games Club, and we're getting to the end of a, a campaign that we've done for let's say six weeks now. Okay, um, so I've been painting my Orlock gang for that. Um, I'm actually going to give a shout out, which I forgot to do last time, which was the Gilders Ford Radio podcast. Gilders Ford Ford, Ford. 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 Gilders okay. Ford. It's a play on Guildford. Got you. Yep. So it's Gilders oh. Ford Radio. Um, they've done two episodes. Uh, I had a slot on the first one. Um, oh my god! My, yeah, because my um, first game in the campaign was so bad, I had to start again. <laughs> Because that happens. The game two with uh, two gangers, which was, isn't great. <laughs> um, but the, the highlight, the highlight of Monday's night's game was the fact that in a four-turn game of Necromunda with eight eight gangers on my side, I rolled seventeen ones. Wow! Because we started I mean, counting, yeah. Proper wrist diary, river's wrist diary moment. That was seventeen ones. It got to the point that when I actually wounded my opponent's ganger, he applauded for not rolling a one. <laughs> but, but, really good. Mm-hmm. but didn't you win? I, and I still won. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How, I don't know how, but well, there's a will. Uh, well, it was. It was. It was. I was. It was my game to lose. I had the much higher gang rating. I got the mission where I was defending. Um, my opponent had a, a weaker gang with loads of people in recovery, so it was just very one-sided. What in like AA? And then it just ended up. <laughs> not quite. Mm. Uh, then he ended up just not, um, yeah, just taking longer than it would have done had my actually, you know, my big multi laser actually hit things. Mm-hmm. Oh but my yeah, god! Seventeen runs. It's um, a multi laser. So the thing that's on like an APC. Oh, sorry. No, it's, it's they call it a mining laser, but basically oh, okay. it's a las cannon. <laughs> it has two shots. Uh, no, right. it only has one shot, but it's one shot at twenty-four inches. So they've toned down the range, so it's a repurposed oh. mining laser. Yeah, repurposed. Um, yeah, yeah, because you know, obviously, you don't normally shoot people with industrial equipment. Hmm, not according uh, to the A team. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. Exactly, they A teamed it into a uh, a las cannon. Um, yeah, so one, why mining, la- <laughs> mining laser Mikey, who's like really good ballistic skill and has optical sights and all that kind of jazz, keep, just keeps running ones to hit, and then when yeah. he does hit, it's ones to wound, which is just hilarious. Um, <laughs> So I've been slinging some paint there. I've painted a bit of terrain um, to go with that, go along with the campaign because we had our own little bases. Um, oh, that's the one you bought at Battlefield Hobbies, wasn't it? It is, yeah. My little dinosaur, dino gas petrol station, which looks really cool. Yeah, very thematic for Orlocks because that's those little hideout. Because mm-hmm. um, well, they're, they're Italian mobsters, is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. No, petrol little, station. Little Guido. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, what I have started doing on my painting table at the moment is my Canadians for Team Yankee Woo-hoo. Um, for a little air assault game we're hoping to play tomorrow, tomorrow. he says. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're not going to be finished for tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, but but was, we're used that, to that. That, that, that noise was Lee falling off his chair. Yeah. Disappointment. Just no, just face palming the That's table. Fine. Just, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it's an air assault game, and how many ADATs are you bringing? All right, this list was the Canadian 75-point list that I just had sitting there for an entertainment campaign. And, and that's that's not the answer, though, is it? What's the, what's the answer, really? The answer is four. Four, exactly. <laughs> However, <laughs> I in the air assault mission, the defender does start bailed out. Everyone starts <laughs> bailed out, to be fair, yeah. Everyone on the board is bailed out, and I've only got 
a four-up rebound. <laughs> oh, the Canadians! Oh dear. Yeah. So, I think it's gonna. I'm gonna need every every aid out I can get back into back into the fight as quickly as possible. Oh, yeah. How many how how many hinds have you got, Lee? Um. So I've got eight hinds. <laughs> eight. I've got eight hinds. I've got a large Afghanistan platoon, a small Afghanistan platoon going the high, the four hinds. Um, a yeah. flight of four and two flights of two hinds. Flight of four Su twenty fives. Um, and a the the, v, the little VDD BMD Afghanistan platoon, so like the ones that are on you know are hit on fours, um, skill free plus. Yeah, but it's like only like six stands or something. <laughs> yeah, so my ADATs aren't going to last long, and I wish I could take six. Um, <laughs> but oh well, Sailor B. Um, yeah, so Canadians at the moment on the painting table. Get those finished off, and then. Uh, I'm enjoying my focused painting at the moment. I haven't had a whole heap of time to sling any paint, to be fair. Um, but I hope that will change over Christmas. So, uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. This is me in a nutshell. Help, help. I'm, I'm just waiting for nutshell. that. Yeah. <laughs> Who put me in here? How did this happen? Classic film. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> news to the front, then. So, um, yeah, we played some shop games, didn't we, Duncan? We did, and I also played, uh, so we'll go on to that later, but uh, as in, I'll, I'll go on to this section later, but um, I played with Martin on the River Assault for Progression, which was quite interesting. Yes. So we played that game, but yeah, the shelf stuff was, um, we won, didn't we, Eddie? We played Mike um, with his, no, uh, sorry, I, no, Mike, and I won. Mike you, and I won. You and Mike beat yeah. me, yeah. With your your Forsham Jaeger, your dirty like Forsham Jaeger. We were yes. Yes. Yeah, we were. For some reason, yeah. in my head, you weren't you weren't there. But yes. that's, that's because I might as well not been because I got rolled over by three hundred thousand oh, British. That's not true. That's not true at all. So, we, well, no, we were we were we were playing it. We were playing on hard mode. We were playing on God mode because uh, we made all of the three rivers on the table impassable. So they were fine for buffaloes. However, mm. uh, things like oh, I don't know, towed six pounders. Um, Eddie then mined all the bridges, which is very unsporting of him. So <laughs> uh, had... I think you're fine. I mined the road this side of the bridge. Oh, all right. So you didn't mine the bridge exactly, but you mined... No, I didn't. I didn't put any mines on the bridge. That'd be far too easy if you did a fuse. I dug them into the road just to yeah. off the bridge. Exactly, which was awkward. Um, <laughs> and, considering and... 90% of your army had amphibious rule anyway, did it really stop you? Yeah, it did, because it was all our anti-tank. <laughs> and at some point you were going to roll on with some 470s, and it was like, oh, how are we going to deal with that? A single <laughs> This Paulson is is very good, but it's not really a AT nine, is it? And, and and it also became problematic when the first turn you ambushed with because um, you had the first turn, not us, which was also yes. a bit of a, a strange one. Um, and, and probably popped your ambush and shot uh, pack forties at, at poor buffaloes, yep. full of infantry, and destroyed them both before they could cross <laughs> the river. So yep. and killed half the guys inside. That was awesome. Yeah, that was awkward, awkward again, but. Um, once again, the the um, the vet, uh, not vests, the wasps, wasps were actual wasps. Yeah, actual wasps were very good. They were very, very, um, yeah, very effective at the. Yeah, you had one round where you kind of fluffed, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I might live through this." And the next round, you came back with a vengeance and just burnt all of my little sky Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Mike, Mike was doing his usual thing of charging around corners with, you know, hundreds of great coated uh, 
British infantry. I um, did. Yeah. That that was a high point for me where he, he disembarked, ran through that wood, and the next turn my mortars just dropped to the most devastating barrage. Yeah. Raging killed... first time, hit like nine stands and killed like six or seven of them and just decimated the platoon. Yeah, and then kept hammering them out his way because he couldn't dig in, and yeah, it yeah, was awful. It was, that was that was that was yeah, that was something else. I was like, oh, this, my guns do work, hurrah! <laughs> um, so yeah, but that up. was awkward. Yeah, and then you end up pushing up down the side, getting onto the, the near side objective, slowly bleeding my platoons dry, um, and all my reserves arrived in entirely the wrong corner. Yep, and then so. just basically took too long getting across the board. Yeah, Mike had great fun slapping around some mortars, didn't he? Yes, yeah, he charged charged the mortars and the nebs. Yeah, and was just eating them. Yeah, nebs again. See, if if in the right circumstance, I've actually come around to the idea that nebs can be useful. Well, you need to have. It, you need to not be attacking. Um, it's as, as simple as that. Well, I think I think as well. It's against the right the right um, matchup. Sure. As well, yeah. which, which you know. Um, that always helps, but against stuff like that, it was because we were fighting long ways as well. They were just, yeah, smashing stuff. Mm. Very That's effective, but yeah, Mike Mike did very well, charging things and, and crushing them, and, and I was just waddling along. I think I think I love the Oster as well, just flying around nonchalantly, doing nothing, <laughs> doing spotting for some mortars, yeah, and uh, some twenty five pounders, and then um, we also had the Typhoon, which I don't think did anything that game at all. Oh, it got too close. Oh, it killed. No, it killed. It, uh, that's that's right. It killed. Um, uh, killed one Panzer four seventy in the end. That Bailed was it. another. It ranged in like three of them, and then yeah, missed. <laughs> and then didn't. Of course, you claim he got all three. Oh Absolutely. yeah, yeah. I fired rockets at them. They must all be dead, right? <laughs> well, yeah. That 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 was well. He killed one, so he earned his points back. So yeah, that's true. He looked like doing that. well. Yeah. Exactly. So that was good fun. Yeah, fun fun river crossings with the Bailey Bridge from. Um, well, three rivers was interesting as well, wasn't it? Trying to get what, across sorry? three three river crossings, trying to get across three separate rivers. I think was it three it was or two? Two, two. Actually. It was it two. Sorry. Yeah, it was two. Two, two river crossings. Two river crossings with three bridges. <laughs> yeah. That you just sailed across. Yeah, but you kind of saw out which is it does yeah, make you a bit of a target. I was playing Nathan on the polder table with the, with the, with the um, crossroads. Um, and he had, How did that work out for you? Uh, it was a land mattress, I seem to recall, and that land mattress was it was quite nasty. Um, so he, 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 I bought the, the um, rams he lent me, and I painted up for him, basically. And he was glad I bought them because he was using against me. <laughs> um, I seem to recall... Oh, I seem to call his Canadian Shermans were just. I managed to get the Stugs to ambush him at one point and get some shots on them. But the polder table was really was really hurting me getting some lines of fire because it's big embanked roads. Um, mm. uh, it ended up being a knife fight, which suited the Canadians because obviously they are quite punchy and assault. Being British infantry are oh so fearless. And yeah, it was. Um, uh, Nathan managed to be back. I think my, my Yag Panthers. Which I took um, as my one drop reserve because Dunker found a reference to there being three of them yeah. supporting the guys. Sort of turned up just in time to watch everyone dying in front of them. He goes, Yeah, we'll just leave it here. <laughs> <laughs> They're not really assault machines, are they? No. 
But it was fine. Yeah, it was good. It was, good. It was a good game because it's an interesting tactical challenge playing that board table. Yeah, it's very different, isn't it? Because the line of sight's completely distorted. Mm. Especially the way tall terrain works in this edition. It's very much a, v- a version two and three table when it's because uh, tall terrain effectively is towards all of the tall terrain. Oh, of course. It's um, yeah, it had some weird repercussions I hadn't thought about beforehand. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, I have to. Uh, so I think we only, got, we only played one game. Uh, I don't think we played we any did. more than one game that evening each, did we? No, because yeah, it get really cold. Yes, I was say, it's going to be brass monkeys. I think the next time we did it was then playing um, an intro game for Mike and Team Yankee. I, um, okay, I basically bought two lots of forces, so we um, bought some West Germans so that he could um, put his US Marine Corps air power that he got done. I hmm. bought some T- a T-80 um, company, or battalion, I should say, to go against mm-hmm. that. And me and Nathan just basically talked them through how to play the game. And he was quite, he was quite happily um, blowing up T-80s at long distance with um, Milan's and... Um, because <laughs> apparently I couldn't so you, roll, I couldn't roll saves, <laughs> and he was quite good at rolling firepower. So you just injected that that new drug of Team Yankee directly into his vein, didn't Mainland, you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although we, I did get the rules wrong at one point, and um, my my one last my last Hail Mary assault, which probably wasn't going to work anyway, because literally two guys assaulting a West German um, Marder platoon was. Um, Stopped by defensive fire from his um, Cobras. Only later did um, Eddie point out to me that obviously Cobras can't fire anything that's within eight inches of other guys. So, mm. yeah. so he can't actually fire defensive fire with them. But um, it wouldn't have mattered. I was going to die horribly anyway. So it just hastened my dying, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. And then I played Nathan down the shop as well. Oh yeah, we had the worst was war, wasn't it? tank duel ever. In that his chaffees versus my my brigade Panzer fours, and he was hitting me, but then failing his firepower. <laughs> I was right. not getting in because obviously I'm reluctant, but somehow passing my last stand checks. <laughs> and so slowly my, my tank power is degrading, but not actually going anywhere. And it all petered out, and my and he fought. Um, he killed off most of Panzer fours, and then the King Tigers. I sort of left guarding. We're, we're playing. What mission we play? Very odd mission. I can't remember what it was. I think it might have been Spear, um, spear Point. Oh, that's my new favourite. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it, my, 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 my reserves come on from my edge as the attacker. Yeah. I thought, oh, the King Tigers are too far back. I'm not going to do anything. I'll just stop him here from him trying to get my objectives. And I sort of, I was sort of like slowly rolling forward, shooting things. And um, basically managed to get onto the objective and push back his battle-weary rifle platoon. Mm-hmm. And then, because he, he'd sort of like committed um, destroying all my um, Panzer IVs on the other flank, all we really had was the HQ Chaffees, another Chaffee platoon which died from the Stug- Stugs and the um, King Tigers taking him on. And I suddenly realised that I was actually, oh, actually there might be a chance here. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pushed it and managed to beat him off the objective which um cued a lot of moaning about king tigers which actually simplifies because it's most of the same moaning i did after play after you beat me <laughs> at 
why are these things why are these things two plus morale and like so fast in tactical move i know i know I know, I know. I just don't care this week. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're in my world now. Yeah, but yeah, these chaffies were quite fun. It was um, because it's quite a good matchup, like chaffies versus brigade Panzer four. So, so. well, uh, normally I would expect both sides to be just exploding all over the place, but that clearly wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean, I, I landed a few hits on it, but I just seemed to be failing firepower checks the same as he was. Yeah. So we we're both we we're both bringing dog rounds to that game. Is a... that old chestnut? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's the three plus firepower, isn't it? It just it always feels better than it actually is. Mm. <laughs> Apart from the opponent's three plus, which always seems to work. Always hits every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Murphy's hello, Murphy. How's your law? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that was pretty much all the game I did. So, Duncan, you said you were playing. Yeah, I, I played two more games. I, I played Martin. I played Luke. So I played Martin and we, we played uh, the River Assault from uh, the Progression like, Extra Book. Um, I can't think what it's called. Campaign Pack, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. And that was really interesting. So I took... Uh, they were the cruddy infantry from the command cards. So I think they're... You know, what, what's the Sferva band? Um, who's, the, who's the guy that leads that? I can't think of his name now. Um... Von Saken. Yes. So there's there's a card for Von Salken's uh, reserve grenadiers, which makes standard grenadiers even worse. So I'd I'd taken those as it as it being a kind of real rear echelon, um, you know, dirt poor grenadier unit, um, and I took some Hetzers and some Jagdpanzer fours, um, all the stuff that I wouldn't normally take. I mean Jagdpanzer fours. I mean I don't know what they are. Not useful, um, that's for sure. Because <laughs> um, at one point we thought they didn't have a machine gun either, and I was about to Jesus flip the table at that point. Um, they actually, they actually do, but I was getting very. What's the point of that then? And then I was, I also remembered that Hetzers are no good against infantry because they've only got a rate of fire two machine gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, which is, which is slightly irritating. But yeah, that that I had. This sort of standard stuff, two infantry platoons, the command, uh, three infantry platoons actually, one was in reserve. Um, I had the short 75 infantry guns um, to support, and then some five centimeter anti tank guns, which was hilarious because Martin had uh, the sappers, so he had his big unit of sappers. Then uh, I think it was one or two units of small, like smaller units of sappers. Right. And then the coup de grace was the IS. One two twos, and some, um, yeah. Which against my my little five centimeters, I was like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, wait a second. I've got nothing that can go through you at the front. Nope. But to to, to be fair, um, the way we played it, it didn't. They didn't really have a great effect on the game, mm-hmm. um, just because of the the nature of the scenario. Yeah. Um, and what else do you have? Oh, some seventy sixes. And it's the first time anyone's ever played under the cover of smoke against me. And I didn't realise it lasted two turns. Mm-hmm. The Soviet one does, yeah. Yes, that was a bit of a surprise. <laughs> right, the smoke comes off. Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Oh, dear. Right, yes, good stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the other weird thing about that scenario is you can't shoot the infantry once it gets into the boats. No, no. So, which is fine. I get it. It's a game thing. 
And what was quite funny is that um, we had rolled for the direction of the current. We just both forgotten it. <laughs> and um, Martin launched his, his like amphibious assault with his big, um, his big platoon, which had something like eleven assault boats or something insane. It was huge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, cast off, and then they all drifted like downstream, which essentially put them instead of opposing like either one of my infantry platoons on the table, they actually oppo- <laughs> end up opposing neither. And just sort of landing in this empty space and going, oh, yeah, and going, oh, this is all right. How and convenient. Just started, <laughs> yes, like prompt, promptly rolling everything up. I was like, oh, for the love of. Um, but no, that was it. Was it was a really interesting game. It's a completely different mindset, and I, 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 I immediately uh, with that kind of thing, you immediately I find invariably end up tinkering around with lists and stuff. Yeah. And I think it makes some stuff like the machine gun nests really interesting. Mm. Um, the the rivers in oh, is it impassable? I think it's completely yeah, impassable. It's impassable. Apart from infantry, yeah. Apart from infantry, and it, it was it was one of those cases where we were talking shrimpagans, <laughs> and whether there was an, you know whether there was a good uh, a good case to be made for having um, shrimpagans because you can just instead of the thing with the assault boats is you move up to the river, mm-hmm. and, and, and then you launch them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you could move amphibiously, you could essentially get across in a turn. Right. Um, so, but you can assault off the assault boat, but you can't assault off the like uh, an amphibious transport. No, because you're still a soft skin until you convert to be infantry, right? Correct. So, so there's pros and cons for either, but it was just an interesting conversation that there actually might be some merit in that because you can get across more quickly with some fire supporty stuff. Because mm-hmm. the other thing you you've got is you're limited by the number of assault boats you have. Yes. Yes. Um, and I can't remember if you can reuse them or not. I think you can. But that obviously limits them at how much stuff you can get across in one turn because um, if they're still embarked on the transports, they're using them up still. Yeah, they, if they didn't get so, off, they're stuck there. It, it, exactly that. So it, it's a very interesting story. I mean, I just couldn't stop in the end the big block of sappers again, just smashing the, the living snot out of um, what anything in front of them. Although there was one plucky machine gun which saw off one of the small sappy units almost by itself. <laughs> so I think it counted for five sapper stands in the end by just this one uh, MG42 on try. It's certainly uh, the, yeah, the kind of game where machine gun teams are going to be far more useful than they normally are. Yes. Well, uh, and it's really interesting because in uh, in terms of like the actual incoming assault, mm-hmm. you, you you can't shoot them almost on the way in, but you, you as they disembark and hit you, you absolutely need to just pour as much as you can into them. Yeah. Mm. Because I think Martin actually managed to get off a twelve stand charge as well at one point. Oh, wow. which is, <laughs> I finally did it. Uh, only, well, only because he was attacking um, where he split those two units. He managed to attack like three units at the same time almost. Yeah. Because there was just so much in front of him that he just could, he could essentially. I think one one unit he managed to mob with about six stands, um, just because it, it, it could get almost all all the way around it. But um, yeah, that was really good. And then, and then um, Luke and I on Friday played a Team Yankee game. We actually played 100 points, which is the first time we've ever done anything really that, that large. And um, it was Luke's British and I played the Soviets. Um, and we played Spearpoint. So we played a, a, a Flames of War um, scenario nice. in Team Yankee and it worked really well. Yeah. Um, just... There was so much stuff dead. We played with like an autobahn <laughs> down the middle. I, th- I think I think at one one point my formation consisted of my command T eighty, um, a single Gaskin, 
<laughs> and something else. And that was there was like three vehicles total. So yeah, I, I took my T80s because I've never taken them before. And and um, Luke had his um, his Chieftain Company and then um, a Recce Company. And the, the highlight for me was the Toss managed to range in three times, first time on a six. Yay! Yay. Duck. Finally and do you know duck. why? Do you know why? Because I took an Observer and they didn't need it. So Wait, you just, did need the yep. Observer. You managed to do it on the <laughs> They did it without the Observer, correct. <laughs> so it made it even 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 less palatable. The fact he was even on the table apparently inspired them to, to pull their finger out. You must have, must have carnations um, like to really get the Observer. Correct. Yeah, I had carnations information. Um, I thought, oh, balls. I'm going I'm to try it, see if it works. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely messed up a unit of British infantry. As they should do, yeah. Yep. As they should do. Uh, yep. Like, they ranged in first time and just went for dunk. I think they killed three stands the first time around. And Luke was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll, try, I'll try and stick it out because they're on the objective. <laughs> and then the oh. second time around, they killed four stands. And yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? They, they, they don't get any worse. No, that's it. So. But yeah, they they just started they just skadooshed um, a unit down to three stands in two turns, um, which is horrific. Um, and he's learned the the the, the, um, the value I think of um, anti air because he only had two rapiers in his entire list, and I took four hinds. And those ten points of hinds just they were just causing havoc. They took out the rapiers the first turn, yeah. and then and then just. Oh, that's what... But uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No. Um, I was just going to say that the abbots have definitely made my th- my list now of things that must die immediately. Abbots are awesome. <laughs> they are really. Yeah, that's really. what I mean. They, well, they won in the game. They they went they went full full assault, and they were the ones that were taking out the Gaskins on my objectives. He actually dashed them uh, across the table and then started direct firing <laughs> hash rounds into them. Yep. <laughs> this is insane. Had you not learnt from our game while direct firing the habits? <laughs> well, yeah. It, I knew they were nasty, but he just went, right, there's nothing over there that can really hurt me. I'm going to go and absolutely persecute them. Yep. Um, but it was one of those games where I was on the objective on one side of the table, he was on the objective on the other, and he, he broke my company in the end. Um, so what was, just, killing, just what was killing the T-80s? Uh, chieftains. Chieftains were in the flank. In the flank. Oh, in the um, flank, yeah, oh, that's fine. Flank, yeah. Everything yeah. dies in the flank. So, <laughs> Exactly, I lost three of them because the, the way the reserves came on, on, I think if you rolled a five or six, they came, he came on behind my T80s that were about to take the objective on the left-hand side. Yeah. And of course, he rolled a five and they appeared and then stuck uh, three rounds directly into the arse of, um, I think it was two of them that he managed to kill um, in that turn, Ouch. which was just horrific. And um, what, what killed the Oh, and then Chieftains on the other side. Um, I was getting flanked by the uh, what they called the little uh, swing fires. Swing fires, yeah. The little the hot, the hot missiles, were, yeah. Yeah, and they were able to take me on from the front because they're twenty three. Yeah. That's why I painted up my so, I painted up my swing fires. Um, cause I'm, was it was it was it the small one, the strike the striker in the in the, in the recce in the recce formation? He had both. He had the four three twos and and the yeah. um, the strikers I, and. Yeah. I, I mean, I painted mine up. Cause I figured. The Brits were going to need him to take on T80s because the Chieftain's not bad. But he just can't, yeah. But twenty, you just can't. You can't. As we saw with your Leopard Twos in that game we played like a couple of years ago. Yeah. But anti tank twenty twenty two is just too marginal against front armor twenty. Yeah. We, you, you, it's not worth. Yeah, it's just not worth it. And there was a couple of occasions where he was keeping the, the swing fires, um, just alive, and and the threat of them, you know, it's just yeah. well, I'm going to hit you on threes. 
and then just roll a one or a two. It's a fleeting being, that's it. Yeah. So um, that that and that then allowed the chieftains to try and get round um, flanks if they could, or or make themselves awkward. Um, because it was it's, it's impressive being flanked by a chieftain, considering it's not the most agile of main battles. <laughs> Well, it, it's just that the na- the nature of the scenario where you have both had to take the objectives, mm-hmm. um, and because and you're playing long ways, um, weirdly your flanks become quite long. Yeah. Because you've got to, you know you've got to try and drive past or through the uh, your opponent, and and actually get onto those objectives on the far side. But it was it was the game when I really really wanted a. Uh, we were also playing on a bigger board, so we we're playing on an eight by five. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the, the, I definitely wanted in that game the the hip with the VDV um, in it to go and take the fire objective because they would have just flown in and that would have essentially been a real thorn in the side to try and remove. Yeah. But no, there was an excellent game. I, I, I think we'll do that a bit more. Try and just play some flame scenarios, but with Team Yankee, it seems to work alright. I want to say that Spearpoint is in the newest Team Yankee mission pack. Oh, is it? I think okay. they standardised the mission packs between the two games. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, basically, what changes is obviously what what triggers deep reserves. Obviously, the armor value is a lot higher in um, Team Yankee, but the actual mission still works the same. Yeah, it's it's, it's really fun because it's 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 one of those ones where even if you're defending, which which Luke was, um, you've still got to move. Mm-hmm. There's still an element of movement in it, and you've got you know you can't you're not sat on both objectives from the start, so you have to redeploy and and. There was a lot going on, and it just it really ebbed and flowed, and and just like I said, there was mass destruction on both sides. Um, the recce company evaporated for the British, um, quite you know I think by turn three or four, because um, they were just holding up the T80s on on my left by throwing themselves in front of them. Yeah. Um, because he was like, aha, I've got scorpions, I can try and get. Oh no, wait, hold on, what's your side on? <laughs> it's heat as well. It's yeah. heat, heat. That's the that's the problem. It's heat. If it wasn't heat, you could go through, but it isn't. So you're eighty, you're eighty mm-hmm. um, your armor sixteen on the on the flank. That firepower two is really so, handy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was murdering other stuff. It was murdering BMPs. Mm-hmm. I think at one at one stage he fired eight rounds into uh, BMPs and killed six. Oh wow, which is pretty horrific. Um, but yeah, a great game. It's probably the best one we played for a while actually, um, like that. Good. So a lot of games. And any so any non necromander games for you, Eddie? Uh <laughs> no. Not I can think of. I played a lot of the rings. Oh, go on. Man. Um, That's right. Which was I played my Urukai uh versus um my two good friends Paul and Justin uh over in Guildford. Uh they had Brohan. Um and mm-hmm. I had Sal Saruman and uh the little Grima Wormtongue as well, who have a very vicious combination when it comes up against uh Theoden. In that, when you have Grima next to Theod, and it stops him from doing all his heroic stuffs and makes him unable to use like heroic oh. resistance and things like yeah. that, very thematic. Yeah. Um, so, in the very first turn, the Rohan rode up from the nice battle line, ready to charge down my Urukai, and um, Saruman just kind of went, "Oh, Theoden, come stand in the middle, in charge range by yourself," and then swapped him with um, Uruk oh, and no. stabbed him to death. <laughs> Oh, and it, all went, it went downhill from there. <laughs> it was, it's kind of like it's one of those things. Magic's, magic's good in Lord of the Rings, but it does get a little bit, and, and some lists do need it to kind of get the balance effect. But it is a little bit of a negative, like 
I'm just stopping you from doing things is the most powerful stuff they have. Mm-hmm. So you've got a great hero and you don't get to use him, which obviously is negative for the player that bought the hero and wants to use him. Um, yeah. So I don't know how much I'll do that in the future. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, that's, you know, I'm looking forward to playing through some of the, the week. Uh, uh, themed scenarios for the story and stuff like that. So I've got to get my Radagast do. out again. He's awesome. I love Radagast Brown. Um, did I tell you about the extended versions of The Hobbit? No. So Are there? Yes. So um, Paul was telling us about uh, I was like, talking about the movies and I was like, oh, you know, The Hobbit's not great. He goes, have you seen the extended versions? I said, no. And he goes, well, that's the only way you watch them now because the extended versions of The Hobbit put enough of the character stuff back in to make it a little, you know, make it a lot more enjoyable of an experience mm-hmm. um, so much so that I actually bought them off um, streaming and uh, and he's right, it actually you know, obviously it's still a kids kids films but it's a lot you know, there's a lot more in there that makes you actually attach to the, the characters yeah. as opposed to just being uh, inter species love triangles everywhere hot elf and dwarf actually, hot triangles. elf, dwarf human, I don't know, whatever everything else but no, yeah, Lord of the Rings, awesome. Uh, I'm looking forward to some Team Yankee tomorrow. <laughs> Been too long. Yes. Yeah. Give the old aerosol a try out. Need to find my NATO dice so they can bet- <laughs> betray ones. me and roll ones, yeah. 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 With Canadians. Oh, surely the Canadian contingent on Discord will, will be uh, cheering for you, Eddie. That must be worth something. <laughs> I hope so. I do hope so. Yeah. Uh, should we go into an officer answers? We should, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, first one is from Panzalia. <laughs> who we no. got? Who I got to meet for the first time at Warfare, and I was quite yes, good. yes. yeah, lovely to see you with, with his disgustingly painted army. It, it, is that je- jealousy coming through there a little bit, there, Duncan? No, no, no. It's just awful. It's quote, hideous. Quote, unquote, it. disgustingly. <laughs> yeah, disgustingly always, painted. Always, God damn it! Strong... I, I'll just give up. Especially with you guys as well. It's like, well, what's the point? I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll barely paint them enough well, the night before that I don't feel too embarrassed. <laughs> this is like every time I see any of Soren's work and I just want to cut my hands <laughs> off. Well, yeah, exactly. So I paint for myself. It's, it's, exactly, it's Gebergsjager stuff. I just looked at that and went, I don't even I understand even, what this is I anymore. Right yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just quite even. What are we Pans doing here? Yeah, so, so anyway, yeah. This is a good painter, a very strange question asker. Says, uh, who was the furriest Nazi in your opinion? I just. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> this question. Is did, this what, is why we stopped like... doing off answers because I didn't want to answer this question. <laughs> I've discussed this with my local group and horrified them beyond the ability to continue a rational conversation, hence why we now get it. Um, he starts with strong candidates include General Field Marshal Rommel, whose large eared predilections are known to all, but also Hitler himself, whose name includes the element wolf since he used the nickname Wolf since the 1920s, called his headquarters the Wolf Slayer, etc. An outside contender could also be Goering, who doesn't have any known furry traits, but for whom only a custom oh. oversized ocelot fursuit or similar would feel remarkably and horrifyingly on brand. See, see I would say Goering's not an outsider no, at all. No, I don't think so. Yeah, he had a lion. He finishes tiger. off with there's always Albert Schmier, yeah. who named every new tank after a new type of kitty cat. That's true as well. <laughs> How are we getting on with those munitions, Albert? Yeah, yeah everything's yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, we're going to hit quotas. Uh, yeah, sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just going to point out, you know, the, po- the Polish actually brought a bear with them into combat. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't actually a bear. Maybe it's just a guy in a bear suit. <laughs> it's just a fairy guy. God. I dance, I dance, I dance around my furry bear. I think it's going to be uh, with... Rudel. What? 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 Um, what? Rudel, what? the, the streak Explain. Because you know, he, he drank, he no, only no, drank no, milk. He what? I don't know. For some reason, hey? I can see, I, I have no idea about the furry world, so I don't want to upset anyone who is, you know, if that's your thing, but I can see that only only drinking milk. Is that a thing? For, for Rudel? What, the, la- yeah. the lactate yeah, from yeah, another murder? Mur- I regret coming up in his biography, I saw. No, it did. No, it did. Yeah, yeah, he did. did? He never drank alcohol. He only drank milk. Yeah, but there's, there's hold on. No, forget alcohol. There's there's not drinking alcohol, and then there's only drinking milk. Yeah, there's Fanta well, and I'm, that's coffee. I'm, and... I'm not going to let yeah. you know, historical accuracy get in the way of a good story. So for now, in my head, Rudel only drinks milk. <laughs> and has a furry nightcap. Uh... <laughs> and oversized, <laughs> poor-shaped uh, slippers. Or at least one I... oversized, wow. poor-shaped slipper. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't. I'm. Just, I. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I think they were all. I think. I think they were probably all furries, weren't they? I guess the question is the furriest, but that's you know whoever's in charge of the logic. Well, does it? Are we limited to just Germans? It does, well, it does say Nazi. So that is the mm. question. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of anyone that's. I mean, not that we're saying all f- no, furry, the, the furries have a Nazi problem or anything. Because to be fair, to be fair to the furry community, they did actually manage to sort out their their Nazi problems, which is better than most communities actually have, have ever done. <laughs> I think it's Eva Brown. Well, I mean, there's the German shepherds as well. I mean, that's the thing, right? <laughs> oh, I'm no. just, I'm just saying. Before we get the explicit rating, I'm going to move on to the next question. Um, Darren Hart says, I love Great War, Flames of War, Fate of Na- Nation, Nam and Team Yankee. I love painting muted colours. I'm feeling a bit burnt out on green and brown. Since I play no other games outside of this set, can you recommend something that will be more colourful with lots of interesting backstory and a good rule set that he could dabble in? Baltech. Oh, outside. Baltech. Oh, my God. <laughs> Baltech. It's got all the colour. Oh, Battletech. Sorry, oh, I thought you were bolt action sarcastically. <laughs> the rules are no. a bit chewy because uh, they're, they're very 1980s. But they're, um, Battletech, a bit chewy. Battletech Alpha is actually maybe a, Alpha quite Strike. A good, Alpha Strike is maybe quite a good yeah. cut down, like modern version of their um, rule set. So. How, but you, I thought you were going to say, why, aren't you not, why are you not saying Polynesian canoe wars? I don't know. Because <laughs> he's got to write the bloody thing. got to write the rules about it, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, and get sued by it. Um, see, I, I, I would recommend for a stupid, like a bit of light-hearted game, uh, Sharp Practice is good, especially Sharp Practice Napoleonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some good games with my Spanish. Um, <laughs> they were just as good as you imagine them to be. Um, but they're, that's colourful. Um I mean, I think, dare I say Saga? Saga's good. Yeah. Saga's all right. I've only ever played it a few times, but every time I've played it, it's been quite fun. I mean, it's quite an interesting mechanic in that um, everything's the same and it's just your um, nationality or unit you're playing that actually flavours the 
the um the rule set. Mm-hmm. They're quite good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean dabbling in stuff. I mean what you should do really, what we should actually recommend Darren doing is, is just choosing to do the same armies he's already got in a completely different state. <laughs> I mean he didn't he didn't say about white, so yeah. whitewash is always there, right? <laughs> yeah, in winter. Winter yeah, yeah, desert exactly. of the all, uh, yeah. yeah, same forces. I might go oh, yeah, bit, uh, I might say something uh, like Blood Bowl. Yes, yeah. Because yeah, low model count. Yeah. By the core set, it gets you all the rules, two teams. It's very different. It only takes, you know, it's all self-contained that way. So if you're doing it as a, a, a secondary game, mm-hmm. you know. On a similar of... vein, also I'd then recommend either Warcry or um, Kill Team because, again, box yeah. sets have two teams. Oh, yeah. You don't have to get all into the actual, all the background because it's just nice self-contained um, forces. It's probably better um, than doing that than getting the 40k, that's for sure. Yeah, don't, don't yeah, do that. That way lies madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and a very empty wallet. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, Roy Hood. Oh, no, I just think, sorry. No, I was going to say uh, the other thing about 40k is that if you, depending on what you play, you could end up in the green brown problem yeah. again. Very much so. Orcs. Orcs, or, yeah. or blood decks, commandos. Um, yeah, mushroom Roy teeth. Hood asks, mm. do the reserve rules need an update? With how reserve rules work, you are actively encouraged to take expensive units, which invariably are tanks, to hopefully get a one-drop reserve. Mm-hmm. How about if when you rolled for your first set of reserves, if you succeed, you get what you want as normal. If you fail, you can take a unit worth up to 10 points. Second turn reserve, same thing. Third turn, you get what you want, as you have an automatic success as usual. This way, if you want to take cheaper or smaller units in reserve, you aren't penalised. I mean, we've done it both ways, haven't we? Because we, in version three, it was all on the number number of yeah. units, wasn't it? Yeah. So in that case, you wanted odd numbers of yeah. units from memory. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember now. No, even because you would you have even. Yeah, you was wanted, it even? You wanted, no, you wanted even odd, didn't you? It was half, or I can't remember a third. I think you. I think you wanted odd because um, it was half off. Yeah, right. that's why you wanted yeah. even because otherwise you end up with more stuff off than you had on. Oh yeah, at least yeah. half off. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want. Sorry, you didn't yeah. want odd. God. Yeah, there you go. I used to play that game. That's yeah. good. It means it's cleansing um, out your system. Balance is restoring. Yeah. Version four. Is I do think there's something. There's something. There is. It's weird. It disadvantages you of having a lot of units. I off. think that is intentional. In what way? Explain. Right. So expand. If you have an absolute shed ton of models, and because so I could take like a three hundred unit infantry army, and then I guess I could do that now anyway. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Well, there's the whole thing where if you have your formation in reserve and it doesn't come on, mm-hmm. you stay. You become potentially unbreakable. Because your formation yeah. isn't dead. Um, I think my, my main point, which I should have gone with first, is that I like the idea that it takes a big unit of tanks and it enforces that because that's what your reserve normally is. It You know, you need a big punch of... Tanks are a mobile reserve. Tanks, yeah. tanks, tanks are a mobile reserve. They're not in the front line. And if you've got infantry in a tank platoon, that's very thematic. The tanks come running to the rescue. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's kind of what they should be. I don't like it when you get, you know... The AA drive up. I've sent you some reserve. What have you got? Two mortar tubes. 
Oh, great. <laughs> Thank what, what you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you take hundreds and hundreds of units, then, yeah, it's going to take you forever to get them on the board. But I like playing infantry, Eddie. It, it punishes me for taking well, infantry. it does, because you're supposed to be having... It's just supposed to be your mobile reserve coming in. And if your mobile reserve is yeah. lots of men, it's going to take them forever to get on the board. Unless they're in shroom mm. wagons. Truck. Unless they're in shroom... Yeah, but at that yeah, point, it'll be 300 points <laughs> for the unit. And, uh... Yeah, at that point, I couldn't afford them. It, I just think it is a bit weird. I just, I'm not sure... I think it works, because it... it <sighs> I, I can't see getting more of your chaff reserve on the board quicker is going to make the game any better for anyone. But it's not chaff, necessarily. That's the problem. It disadvantages any kind of medium points units. Well, yeah. But what, what sort of units are you thinking about? Well, uh, all right. A unit of pounds of force. Yeah, because I mean, this is where Brit the British have this problem, where they don't have a one-drop reserve. And in a D-Day book, because yeah. everything was 18 points... You always end up with like three units in reserve. Three right. units, yeah. Which puts a disadvantage yeah. compared to stuff like the Germans or Americans who had units I, which can be forty points. I, I was going to say I'm violently agreeing with you, but my, my point is that it, it pushes everything to the extremes. So you want big units of expensive tanks. So you want Tiger Twos. You want um, the, the the fully kitted out late war Shermans with the jumbo oh. and the fit seventy sixes and all that because you want one drop. But it disadvantages if you, you if you want to take I don't know a, a Panzer Four company because you suddenly need to put or or any medium armor because you need to yeah, suddenly put only, three four in, units in, in reserve. You know, competitive games. No, it's the same in an uncompetitive game. Why is it any different? You're still trying to win a game, right? Yes, but you're, if you're min maxing, you're trying to play. Do that. It's not even min maxing. The Brits just Brits physically cannot oh. have less. The hundred point game will always have three units in reserve. Yes, but then no, it won't. Well, not bulge, call, like bulge, bulge, bulge has changed that. No, time. not even that. Because you, you, you've got partisans. Oh my god! So uh, that's your that's that's even worse well, than I'm, an answer. I'm saying, you, you know, you made a statement that isn't technically true. Okay, it... you have you have ways around it. You may not think it fits with the theme of what you want to play. But that's awful. That you shouldn't have to take a command card with a load of French resist resistance to be able to field um, a unit of Shermans in reserve and not be disadvantaged through it. That's madness. I don't think so because the Shermans are just a cheaper unit. It's 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 a it's a, a downside to that formation. You've got all plenty more. <laughs> I mean, all, it's that bizarre thing where all the British units are eighteen points. It's really bizarre. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> It's just it's, it's three tanks. Well, no, but also like um, the M the M10 Cs are eighteen points. The Churchills are eighteen points. It's really <laughs> weird. How, and then the, the four Shermans are eighteen points. The three Cromwell Armoured Recce Regiment. Guess how much that is? Eighteen points. Cut cut paste error. That's what that is. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, I don't see so getting, I'm, you know, having other ways to bring stuff on I can see what you're saying but I don't think it's the solution and I, or, or rather I don't think the problem's that bad because mm -hmm. I did, so one of the things we and Nathan were talking about was that to dissuade having a one drop super heavy tank unit which be fair is not what you'd have as a mobile reserve because it's a super heavy tank Yeah, is that if it's um, 
and we would try to say oh, if it's tactical if it's tactical eight it should you have to uh, you, you you don't get it on your first reserve roll I said, well, that doesn't solve the King Tiger because it's tactical 10. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Well, can you do something with sidearm? Side but it's just basically, you know, you, if you if you roll, if you, the first time you get a reserve roll, it has to be like, like a light element or something like that. Something you can realistically see as being your quick reaction reserve, effectively. So that would work if you had something where you said that, that, that um, if you added a sidearm greater than five, um, you have to have two or more reserves turning up for it to appear, or it has to be the last thing on, or whatever it is. One of the one of the cool things thinking about it, actually, one of my wish lists, if I could, would be to have a unit that, in a mission with scattered reserves, can pick what its dice roll is when it turns up from reserves. To my mind, that's something Ricky should do. Yeah, I mean that would be yeah. absolutely amazing. Ricky should still have eyes and ears, yeah. and Ricky should also let you re-roll your. Um... If it, or if it's on the corner, you've got lurking there, basically a shepherd in the other forces. Oh, nice. If they get with, yeah, within a certain yeah. distance of that reserve edge, that's the edge you can choose to come in from. Because mm-hmm. they've scouted out the routes to the battlefield and that kind of thing. Yeah, because uh, well, that's quite funny, isn't it, when you get scattered reserves with, with, with Reki and they turn up in completely the wrong place. And you're like, how, how bad are you at the one <laughs> job you have? Yeah. Yeah. Oh look, we've turned up opposite these king tigers. Oh, that was silly, wasn't it? Oh dear. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess the, the the plus side of having to have, you know, if you have the eighteen point units, you can take a formation of two core platoons and a HQ and have that as your reserve, which gives you a second formation commander with all the rerolls that that entails. Yeah, but you don't always want a small, crappy second. Like, because that, that that you could potentially break and run off with that unit. Because I've I've thought about that sometimes, and you think, well, actually, the problem you got is that you kill the commander in a platoon, and suddenly the other platoon that's worth eighteen points shells it. Yeah, they come in on the same. They come in together. It's you know. Oh. If they're all coming in reserve yeah. in the same position. Assume the position. Assume the position. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Interesting though, mate. There is there is something there. I think that may get fixed because mm-hmm. um, it does. You know, likewise, it does be very swingy. Yeah, I, I I remember everyone used to complain about how reserves used to work in version three, and also they tried doing something different to fix that. And well, it's just it's it's fixed. It fixed the original problem. Yeah, yeah. New problem. Fine. Yeah, exactly. yeah, of course it does. Yeah, yeah. Be version five. <laughs> Next next week. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mike Robinson asks, so I've heard of rumblings of a cancelled Battlefront game set in the Napoleonic era. <laughs> they got pipped, pipped to the punch by um, Warlords, didn't they? Did yeah, there's there was, there was rumblings about Napoleonic, you know, ooh, they're working and stuff, and then uh, Warlord Games released that... Um, uh, Black, Black Powder. Powder. Yeah, Napoleonic thing. Was called, Napoleonic, yeah. yeah, something or other, which is a that's Epic battles. Epic battles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are there any other historical eras you want Battlefront to expand to? Maybe given, maybe even a weird, fa- weird fantasy or sci-fi setting. Yeah, checkpoint, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we've had a variation of this question before. I'm going to stick with my original answer, which is I've always thought there's scope for doing a sort of cyberpunk sort of near future style 
war game. Like, oh, like, the, see... like the old Firestorm Armada. Yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So, but so yeah. there's like not only do you have like because um, Drop Zone Drop Zone Commander kind of did this, and there was like another game done by Spartan. I seem to recall. It had yeah, that's, elements, that, I... that's the Firestorm one. Yeah, yeah. It has always cool stuff like about doing like almost cyber warfare in the actual as part of a tactical battle game, which I thought was really cool. And it's an, it's an interesting concept. I always it also helped Battlefront in the whole thing, you know, 3D printing thing because obviously IP is always really cool to have. So, well, in that case, you just do Starship Troopers in 15 mil and laugh all the way to the bank when you have a plastic bug kit. Yeah, but there's no real cyber warfare element in in, in the Starship Troopers. Well, not Troopers. in the not in the existing stuff, no. But then that's when you get beyond. Would you like would to you know like what to it would do more? so well? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Really? I mean, look, Multi, well, multi-part plastic-framed defensive base. You've got your standard grunts, which you can have as many of those as you want. You've got rules for nukes. You've got air support. You've got all the different categories of bugs. You've I remember Mongo- Mongoose Publishing's yeah, They game. nearly had it. They nearly had it, but they, they didn't have the, the technology. The goal was brilliant. The game was actually really good. Yeah. But They, they just overstretched. Have... Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in 15 mil, I think that's Terminator? the Terminator. What about Terminator? Because Waller did so well with that. <laughs> I, I still maintain that there is a way do, that if he did concentrate on, on the on the um, future war bit, you see in like the first Terminator when he's having the flashbacks. Yeah, there is a way of doing a Terminator war game. I just don't think, unfortunately, um, Wall wasn't it. Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. locked in to the to the modern film, no, the most recent film Genesis. Or no. Well, well, this was the most recent all time. People yeah. want to talk about the licenses for us. The problem, yeah. When unfortunately, that's not what you wanted. You wanted to steal like the original. <laughs> um, what else would be cool? I mean, we did talk about yep. career. Yeah, career would be awesome, and well within the actual current rule set. I think that would be doable. Easy. Yeah, career would be useful. Um, I... I'm trying to think of a period now that I've done. So, uh, there we go, more Burian Wars. <laughs> Battlefront, they should definitely do that. There's a market for it, I swear to God. Nice. There you go. It's better than Coney's Creek. Or Franco-Prussian War. That might work, actually, because it's very close to um, almost like a well, proto-World yeah, War One game. It's that bridge between doing the Polonics and doing World War One. It, it's it's yeah. a lot of the lessons for World War One will actually be learned from both the American Civil War and the Franco-Prussian War. If they would have been paying attention. Yeah, and then instantly forgotten. <laughs> yeah. We sent military observers to observe. What did you observe? Um, food? Oh, it's, the, it's the same yeah. with the um, um, Russo-Japanese war as well. Again, a lot a lot of the things yeah. that appear in World War One appeared there first, were written about, and no one paid any... No, yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Well, the, 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 the Russian Civil War might be interesting. Oh, the Spanish Civil War might be interesting as well as the Russian Civil cheering, War. That's a cheery one. Yeah. <laughs> Happy. Well, yes. It, it, you, there's some phenomenal stories there that that that, that haven't really been told. Like you got the Czech Legion getting dumped in the middle of basically nowhere on the Trans-Siberian Railway um, in World War One, um, or in sorry, in the, the Russian Civil War. Um, I think there's lots of periods they could do. I think I think the problem is that if you look, I, I think you're right. I think they need to go a, outside of a historical scope because. Um, that they, it's more like you said that to, to stable 3D printers you can you can copyright yeah. um, yeah. unique things you can't copyright 
a Sherman tank. And, I mean, be clear, obviously, we, uh, whenever something new comes out of a Games Workshop, someone does a skirting the IP rights very, very closely, 3D <laughs> printing. Like, yeah. I've already, oh, yeah. already, already seen the squat has got like a, 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 like a genericized 3D printed um, like large, space large, draw large. thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you can't really... Well, it's just it's just very hard work mm. keeping that stuff mm. down. And it almost becomes counterproductive. As they say, free printer goes brute. Carl Stockperson asks, yes. uh, I already have two questions up there, so feel free to skip this for another episode. But he does say... Okay. okay. Uh, since he knows the, yarn, the first answer <laughs> to Mike's question is going to be the Polynesian Canoe Wars, what factions... See? Second what mention. factions would you want to see in a game in the game in that game, and which one would be Duncan's hipster choice? Maori all the way. <laughs> Can I be a canoe? I say, if it... Well, that's, that's obviously what the quintessential thing of the canoe of the, of the Polish canoe wars was a canoe. So <laughs> I'd pick canoe. I I would do Power late canoe. late war late war Hawaiians <laughs> on the basis that they actually mounted a cannon to one of their canoes. <laughs> oh my god. Hold on, did you just say late yes, war Hawaiians? I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't even know either. I don't know what this is anymore. Um, I'm here. Has he I'm gone? Here. Oh, no, he just, oh, no, he just, he just, he just, just dropped that, silence. that cannon bombshell and left. <laughs> yeah, it's left, yeah. Um, can I be Easter Island? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, Polynesians, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I'd like just like giant heads. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, who doesn't love a little head? It's a rain, it's a rain. Yeah, exactly, and then I could do the Al Snow thing and just go, who, who loves, what does everyone love? Head. What does everyone want? Head. So make a note to delete, delete this part of the oh. yep, there we go. <laughs> no, no, I'll no, no. That, post, that, was, that, that actually happened. Moving swiftly on, Scott Decatur asks, 30-point list, everyone has deep reserves. <laughs> this sounds like a nice, mm-hmm. it sounds like a telegram. 30-point list, stop. Everyone has deep reserves, stop. See, move to contact a hard knocks games yeah. in K- KY USA for full rules and custom missions. Stop. <laughs> Which I suppose so actually the custom I, custom missions are actually quite cool. I'm, some... Hold on, KY Kentucky. Where's that? Oh, okay, no. not jelly. That's, that's what that's where it comes. From. That's what it's called okay. KY jelly. I have no Is idea. it really it is now? But, but you but you can believe <laughs> yeah. it, right? You heard it here first. <laughs> I know. Is that one of those signs like where they have like biggest rubber band yeah. ball and it'll be like stretch the circle you know, of your friends comes to the game watch? Anyway, sorry. Right, Thirty points. It's near the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, what have you got? Yeah, so one one thing to add here is that um, there was a restriction you, you couldn't have a side armor greater than five. Yeah. Um, period. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, my first gut thing was I think that um, armored rifles was the way forward here because, as we know, an armored rifle platoon is its own army effectively. Yeah, but actually, it's surprisingly yeah, expensive. So it's um, yeah. But so what I came up with was um, HQ with a half track for two points because there's no way of not having a half track. So these are battle wary armored rifles. So this is battle wary armored rifles and bulge. Yeah. yeah. There was no, I couldn't find notes here. Was oh this late God. war or mid war? What? So I went with late war because yeah, that's what I mo- so. Yeah. I then, the HQ had been reserved most of the time for a reason. I'll go on to the sec. I then went with a understrength, but where I'm rough platoon with no half tracks. Okay. So that's four Garands, four bazookas, two LMGs, and a mortar. That's 11 points. 
How, how many points? As yeah. I said, 11 points. Then oh went God. with an understrength armor rifle platoon with its half tracks. And that'd mm-hmm. be my, that along the HQ would be my reserve because you, you, I think I worked out it's like 18 points on at 30 points to be 6%. And that yeah. would leave basically that small platoon with no half tracks plus a pair of 57 millimeters and a lucky card as my on, on the, the board. table. Oh on my board. god! <sighs> lucky. I just told him about those words. So even in 30, I just couldn't find a way. Of 30 points. points. Point. I, I, I was point. trying. I went to the armor mortars. Now they are two points. I couldn't find a way of getting <coughs> a point off anything to get down to get the uh, armor mortars in. Yeah. I wanted to get some Scots in, couldn't do that either, which is annoying. I really, like, I really like the idea of having some Scots no. going around shooting things. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'd probably be really good. All right, Doug, what have you got? So I went with Soviets. Um, and I've probably made a grievous area, but I thought it was quite cool. So I went with the forward um, detachment. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a T-34-85 in command. Um, a T- three T-34-85s. Um, as backup for that, and then uh, some hero T70s. I love right. a T70, mm-hmm. I think they're really good, they're just super for three points. I mean, you can't go wrong. And then, um, I had I added three 80 uh, mil mortars because they're two points and they're mm-hmm. dirt cheap. And why not? Because you, you can give, give yourself some artillery then. Uh, and then the final thing was the SMG company, so uh seven SMGs with a commissar and that comes to exactly 30 points. So the reserves would be the commander and the T-34s. Yeah. Right, and let, hold on, what's deep reserves? Deep reserves means you only have one platoon on. Five. So that, that's fine, that, that works for you. You're, you're, no, you're, no, yeah. no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because yeah. what's the front arm of a T-70? Uh, yeah, it's below the threshold because it's four. So you can just, you can have your HQ on mm-hmm. and then you're yeah, but then no, I'd have to muck around points. points but... it's, so it's, it's 18 points no. on, so 12 points off. So, yeah, you, you don't need to put your HQ off. You can oh, yeah. just be at platoon. Just your platoon of T-34s in reserve yeah. and everything else on the board. That's so pretty... you are fine. Yeah, that's good. There we go. My, my little 57 millimeters are going to have a lot of work to do against that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be busy. Bazookas. And your bazookas. Are... Yeah. yeah. Um, I went the same kind of way as Lee. Uh, however, I went to my the, the Dirty Waffen SS. Um <laughs> Oh my god, I was Eddie. Just like, well, it's minimal points, bang for buck. Uh, so it's a SS Panzer Grenadier Company, um, HQ with Panzerfaust, uh, seven stand Panzer Grenadier platoon with Panzerfaust, another seven stand Panzer Grenadier platoon with Panzerfaust, two MG42 HMGs, and four eight centimeter mortars, and uh, a lucky card just to watch uh, Duncan explode. Oh, for the love of God! How have you got lucky cards? Because it's twenty nine points for all of that, and I couldn't. Everything, all the other upgrades were two points for the Panzer Shrek, so I couldn't yep. do it, or, or two points to get the four HMGs. Plus, you know, it winds you up. And it winds you up, and the reserve will be the Panzer Grenadier HQ and one of the platoons. So on board, I've got seven stands of MGs uh, with Panzerfaust, two HMGs, and an eight centimeter, four eight centimeter mortars. Oh my god! See, in in this format, my T seventy is king. I need, I should have got a T seventy company. Is that possible? Thirty points. Oh god. Uh, yeah, thirty T seventies. <laughs> Suck it. Well, no, because you won't be able to get. I guess you could take out. Did the missions only have one objective? Probably. I think some. Seemed like quite a few missions had an objective in 
your corner and then yeah. one single objective right in the dead center it's like a king of the hill style mission oh nice yeah yeah the, uh, that link i sent had the missions on i put it on yeah. the actual um podcast and uh, on the break for assault thing as well and there, yeah there was some it was really interesting the actual missions they'd come up with maybe we should um give yeah. it a roll that'd be fun so the interesting thing is Really I quick. missed this was flame because I was in Team Yankee mode and was trying to work out <laughs> fight Team Yankee. One, one leopard, two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing when I saw the side armor five, because man, there's not much of side armor five in, in Team Yankee, but um, <laughs> it's quite fun. Nice. Uh, Brits for the win says, uh, when making lists, what do you all look for and what do you consider essential? Comets. Comets. Yeah, King Tigers. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Artillery. You need, yeah, you need. You, you need have to a template. have a decent barrage. Um, you can do without a template, but mm-hmm. they are very useful. You know, you can do without templates as long as your tank's main gun can fire smoke and HE. It, even then, it's still tough, but you yeah. can do it. And I, I think by by um, decent template, we're talking like a three up oh, firepower. Man, I love my grills. Indirect. Yeah, it goes back on because that that does that does work then yeah. at that point. Three firepower with a reroll and the, for the repeat bombard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not not on the the firepower obviously, but on the reroll saves. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. so, you've got infantry. If because otherwise the infantry just get in a building, and then you've got to go and sort them out. And you can't get rid of them. That's going to suck. Yeah. Um, talking about infantry in the buildings, probably a platoon of infantry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, it's I don't not think compulsory because it's I, I, nice to have. No. It's, it's it's not compulsory if you have other ways of dealing with infantry and buildings. So I didn't need it in my yep. King Tiger list because I had my grills. So it's like, oh, great. You've put even more stands in a vertical space that I can just obliterate with this <laughs> two-plus firepower. Um, yeah, because I, I think you can deviate away from a template as long as you know how you're going to deviate from the template. So you don't yeah. need artillery as long as you've got other things doing direct smoke and... Um, Suppression, that kind or of thing. Or if you're Brits, like crocodiles or you know, yeah. flamethrowers or something yeah. to get done. Yeah, I was going to say the, the... Weedle out, dug in infantry yeah. or you know, fanatical out. charging. Yeah. Or you guns. don't need infantry as long as you've got mm-hmm. enough units to cover two objectives and those missions where you have half your force off but still need to cover ground. Yeah. And and, and, and an objective holding force. Yeah, exactly that. Platoon. So you can certainly... No, no, there's no nothing really essential so long as you know how you could get around not having those things. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like a template, an infantry unit, if not if it's not an infantry force, um, a mobile armoured unit, which might be a tank. It could be other ways of doing it. As long as you just want some sort of firepower that can move to put fire down to help clear the way for the objective for your other elements. Um, reserve um, platoons yeah. that are going to make sense for what you have got or are missing on the board. Yep. Yeah, that makes sure your own your only artillery is in reserve, yes. Um <laughs> High, high end AT. You have to have some way of dealing with, not necessarily from the front, but just with those those because they are around those tanks with front armor. Yeah. What yep. nine or could more? Could be could be aircraft. Could be high powered artillery. Yeah. Yeah, just just some way of dealing gammon with them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gammon bombs are yep. not the answer. Spearhead answer, isn't really. essential, but if it's in formation and like one or two points, it's almost certainly worth taking just for when it does come up, or just yeah. for keeping that formation, you know, adding mm. to the formation survivability. Or protecting your flanks from yep. an ambusher. Yep. They're, they're just handy. And, and generally speaking, avoid pumas. I oh, yeah. love pumas. 
They're a trap, yeah, they're Eddie. The they're trap. a trap. They're a pretty trap. They're a furry trap. Oh my. They're a furry <laughs> trap. <laughs> there you go. Really? That's something different. The Puba is my uh, number one Nazi furry. <laughs> It's a furry trap. Sit up and whack bar. Don't Google that. Don't, don't Google, Google that. that, Darren. That's not <laughs> a thing. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> you come up very confused. Um, yeah, it's, it's essential. And then for me, yeah, like we've been discussing, reserves really are something that makes sense when it turns up. But it's going to you just have to bear them in yeah. mind. It's, it's really, it's actually getting, it gets quite annoying. Well, that's the fettling. And then also, sometimes it's not about worrying about your army list. It's about learning to use it properly. Does that make sense? So just play some games with it. There's no. nothing better than practicing with it and realizing how it works. And the best army list in the world that's... is still going to get beaten by someone who knows how to play with mm-hmm. a, yeah, quote unquote, yeah, sub optimal. Mar- yeah, exactly. No, no one can win tournaments in Russia. It'd be fair, he didn't win the tournament, but second yeah. place is pretty darn impressive. <laughs> yeah. With with a kooky sapper mm-hmm. list as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is the age old thing of unfortunately knowing what your army does and what your opponent's yeah. army does. And then, to be honest, at, at that point, the tools are tools. It's, you've got to know yeah, how to use harsh. them. He says, not knowing how anything works. Yeah. And the lucky card, that's essential as well. Yes. <laughs> no, you don't take a lucky card. You... Swim bargains. Um, yeah, take my... swim bargains and then, and then cry. <laughs> then watch them fail the cross-check and get stuck in the river. Uh, Mike Robinson yeah, exactly. asks, as someone who enjoys the James Workshop videos GW has been putting out, what would be Battlefront's version, what would Battlefront's version be? Pete on his boat Phil Gates throwing darts to come up with lessons from the front rules decisions. Duncan smashing shrimp bargains yeah. with a hammer. <laughs> oh, I'd never smash a shrimp bargain. They're far too expensive be, to be smashing. It'll be Duncan this. in the shrimp bargain with Pete on the front. Yeah, it's shredded like a bit of ticker tape. <laughs> it was Duncan no, no, with no, the shrimp bargain <laughs> at Battlefront HQ. It'd be a ticker tape parade. <laughs> ticker tape parade made of lucky cards. <laughs> Just showering down from the ceiling. That'll show. That'll show. That'll show Phil. (laughs) I think. I think it should be Phil, but like um, the uh, Captain Blackadder, where he's got the underpants on his head and the two pencils (laughs) up his nose. Say that the next, the next, the next hotness is going to be six millimeter Team Yankee. <laughs> yeah, and then going bibble at the end of every sentence as well. And then Evans just comes in with a hammer and starts smashing it all, and pulls out his one to a hundred yeah. scale B fifty two. Six millimeter, never. <laughs> well, I quite like the idea of Phil on the boat as well, just like doing the um the whole. What's the guy's name from the far show? The, the car sales. Oh, well, oh, Tony, and just. Yeah, exactly. Playing Flames of War is very much like making love to a beautiful woman. First, yeah. you have to choose what you're going to keep in reserve because you don't want to put it all down up front. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Then you have to think very tactically about work. where you're going to deploy all of your, shall we say, force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> your, your firepower. Go forward with your spearhead. Deep, penetrate deeply with the spearhead. <laughs> with your horse phalanx. <laughs> your anatomically yeah. correct horse phalanx. <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
Oh dear. Sweet lord. <laughs> so that yeah, yeah, but what would the name be? It would have to be like Billy Battlefront or something, wouldn't it? If the other one's James Workshop, it'd have to be. Um... Oh, it's just like calling the caterpillar all over again. <laughs> Barry Front. There you go. Barry Front. Hi, I'm Barry, Barry Front. Front. <laughs> oh man, that works. Yeah. <laughs> Bang, and your German's Bang, gone. Bang, you failed a firepower. Just bailed. Just bailed. They, they are that you can have this idea for free. That's our, that's our Christmas present yeah. to you. Billy it. Front. Absol- <laughs> absolute gold, yeah. Oh, man. All right. I think that is all of the, all of the questions. Is that the last one? Got. Yeah, or the ones that Lee posted. Yeah. All right, there you go. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll apologise to the patrons if I have missed anything. I thought I got everything um, that I could find on the um, given We're giving them the greatest gift you can get as a British person, which is something to complain about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we if we, yeah. if we we missed you, it was probably deliberate, and you can hold <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a fairly low bar when you're answering questions about Nazi furries. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What what <laughs> questions would we reject at that point? It's just like <laughs> well, I was asking about how to set up a proper assault, uh, and they spent twenty minutes talking about re- re- fruity Rudy's drinking milk with furry slipper. And, yeah. and to think when we fruity first started Rudy. doing this section, we thought that's, we thought we'd get that kind of kind of a question. People asking, you know, how do these things work? How to do this properly? And here we are, literally, you know, trying to work out what furry suit Goring had. It's a uh, Walrus, clearly. Mink. Yeah. <laughs> Walrus. Walrus. Narwhal. Yeah. He's come dressed as a narwhal again. <laughs> oh, God. Just got the zip, tra- trouser zip undone. And here's the horn. Oh, God. Exactly. And, uh, no, on your head. The other head going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shall we shoot and scoot before we uh, forget? Events. 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 Oh, no. There's more. Or just events. Just events. So we have the 4th and 5th of February is Carivalry 2023 at Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry. 100 points late war. We need to bug Hammy and find out what he's doing with the 40 point list swap because I thought he said it was changing the way that attack and defender's done. Yeah, but he's got bigger problems than that. He's he has, to yeah. his Facebook profile. To a picture of a house. Horrible. Has he bought Twitter or something? Uh, no. Nice. Um, Not yet. Then we have the Sleep War Game Show at the Excel Centre in London, 22nd of April, uh, 4th, 5th, and 6th of August. ETC Midwar. The hotel room's booked. Fez is getting excited. Yeah, you, the hotel booked? rooms. I've nearly booked the holiday. Need to make sure that goes in. Um, and uh, it's the same place Where as it was last year? year, which is good because there's a great curry house. Um, <coughs> hold, hold on. Yeah, Belgium. Yes. And you're going for curry because he, 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 yeah, okay. it was good. He says, "Do you want it? Do you want it European?" Did he goes, you just... are, you, "Are you from England?" I said, "Yes, yes, we are." He goes, "Oh, do you want real curry or do you want European curry?" <laughs> I said, "You have the real curry, please." And it was glorious. So hold on, did you also have like a copy of Razzle tucked in front of the <laughs> steering wheel and like really went full like full <laughs> British G- tourist? G- 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 GK did ask for chips. 
<laughs> oh my god! But at this yeah, point, it, at this point, it was the second night in there, and there's obviously six of us, and we're all drinking all with the beers. And he kind of says, "Nobody, we wouldn't serve them, sir. But for you, I'll make the exception." <laughs> That's not a good thing. That's not That's a good true. thing. It's, we'll make yeah, an exception to serve you chips. Yeah, it's glorious oh. with the King Cobras. Ah, oh, it's looking forward to it. Um, the twenty third and twenty fourth of September is the Flames of War UK Nationals, which is going to be mid-war to align with the uh, ETC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is at Battlefield Hobbies in Daventry. Um, I wonder what the um, I wonder what the, the objective is going to be this year. Good question. It'll be hmm. six millimeter Team Yankee tanks. With yeah, a hammer. yeah, one of these Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Mary Walkins are awesome. <laughs> Did you know Mary Mary Walkins? You could you couldn't you couldn't have cooked meat on a Mary Walkinoo, nor nor could you enter the enter the boat other by um the side and the gunwales. You couldn't come on by the bow or the stern. As part of the part of their um superstitions, right? Just the superstitions. Can, can I just say I thought you said Murray Walker. <laughs> Murray then. Walker. Not Murray yeah, Walker. They're off. Yeah. Exactly. Murray Walker. You can't oh, give me to Murray Walker. <laughs> They're coming into turn. Go, one. go, 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 go. That's it. Go, go, go. See that? If, that, if that's not the <laughs> hacker, you know, a challenge. <laughs> oh. um, and then the 11th and 12th of November at Warfare Reading at the Farber Centre. It's going to be late war because that is not mid war, essentially. Yep. Um, oh, it's such a good year already. Look at that. Is it, it have the official unofficial not points been released? Yet. Very soon, imminently. Interesting. Um, because they're going to come out, and then mm. there'll be a period that we can adjust them or play test them, and then they'll take some feedback, and then they'll then come out again to say, "Hold on, they'll take feedback." Well, it's, it's what, a from brave us? new world. They nev- they said they would never adjust the points in this format. They said they wouldn't, you know, do a living points cost. I'm not going to. Go take the feedback. Go. This is all rubbish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. You're just not happy. Then you just moany. Delete. <laughs> Delete all the points. Um, well, uh, can we can we can we screw it up? You know, like Marders was super cheap. Can we make like I don't know, like Sherman's like well, five hoping, points or I'm something? I'm hoping that the uh, things like the um, American 105s become like a point each or something ridiculous, like utter <laughs> yeah. meta swing. Yeah, pounds of. The Panzer Four Specials, instead of being twelve points each, are like eight for a platoon of five. Damn, <coughs> yeah, that's a nice dream. Ah, oh, we can live. What Panzer Four's <laughs> being useful? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, if it was mid-war for that little tournament thing, it would be one Tiger One, <laughs> twenty-eight points, <laughs> a lucky card. and a lucky card. <laughs> twenty-nine points, isn't it? It's twenty-nine points. Yes, this is my army. It's here. <sighs> Um, that is events, as far as I know. Shall we shoot and scoot, please? Yes, he says. What, what should we be? Uh, uh, reserves, isn't it? Five up. Oh, yeah, five up. That'll do. Yep. Shoot and scoot, but yep. from reserve. If you feel, so we're yeah, playing like field plays. Fast and loose. Um, yeah, both exactly. down. I put pick the wrong dice. He played Blood Bowl. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two, that, we that, failed. That's not five. Yeah, that's, that's everything failed. Oh, there is an addendum. I've forgotten. Right at the end, if you've got to this far, um, I want us to say the so old sorry. hands rule yeah. for SS that I talked about in the last episode, and it was that long ago. 
it is only your it's not your skill it's your tactics value so when you have your platoon of king tiger ss king tigers next to your hq they become tactics three plus not skill three plus so they that platoon still hits on fours in assault but they can shoot and scoot and do other tactical things on a three plus which then never want to do but they do it on a, it's, it's fours normally they become three plus so you yeah, yeah. It, I, I wouldn't. Um, Goddard pointed you were this cheating. out. No, no, I went back and in the games, it never actually happened that I used a three plus for them to hit an assault. Oh, okay. I, I went. I, so I would have done had it happened. You thought you were cheating. I, I would have yeah. missed. No, yeah, I didn't know the rule properly. But in the actual games, all I ever did was use a three plus for a tactics roll. Because um, the time that I was running Lee over, there you go. it was my HQ team, and that team is three plus. <laughs> which is hilarious yeah it's so broken i can't believe i'm giving three of them to my nephew because i don't think i can run that company again because it's just too much remember a king it's... tigers for life not just for christmas not just for christmas <laughs> yeah we've well, yeah. got stem tigers as well so that'll keep a fairy going. king tiger oh my god no, stem tigers are, they're a trap i know they're a trap like I'm, I'm happy to buy them for him and i'm going to just attack yep. him with easy eight brilliant <laughs> <laughs> the Armour Trade Record Podcast you've been listening to with Sheet and Scoot, the Fanes of War Podcast, and the team at Breakthrough Assault of Coding UK. It's brought by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War, Frontline Terrain, and Autobahn. Fun, fun, fun. Battersea Dogs Home. Fun, fun, fun on the Autobahn. Can you just imagine, you get home, you're on blockbusters, you get home, you're looking forward to a World War II film, and you found out in your rush you actually didn't pick up Fury, you picked up Furry. <laughs>